from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. It's a free call, and some say the advice is worth exactly what you pay for it. The phone number is 888-825-5225. That's 888 888- 825-5225. Tiffany in Gainesville, Florida starts this hour. Hi, Tiffany. How are you? Hi, Dave. How are you guys? Better than we deserve. What's up? So my question is, um, I have been on the Dave Ramsey plan for about 22 months. So I'm coming up on two years. I've paid off about $150,000 in debt. Wow. But I'm Good job. I have a little bit of ways to go. Um, okay. So my question is, in this day and time, should I sell my home? So um, I have about $190,000 in equity, maybe two ten, depending on how it would sell. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have about $223,000 of consumer debt that includes medical bills, a $43,000 car, um, credit cards, and then some divorce penalties I had. Mm-hmm. So my question is, would that propel me, would that be a better idea Unfortunately, um, increasing my income anymore isn't an option right now. What do you I make? Six days. Um, I make about one thirty nine. Good for you. I bring home about one thirty nine. How, how long were you married? Since I was sixteen, so twenty too long. Yeah. Twenty four and a half years. Yeah. And you've been divorced how long? Um, five years, six mm. months. So yeah, okay. I'm sorry you went through that. Uh, it sounds like you're really scratching and clawing your way back. I'm proud of you. It's a process. It's taken a lot. There's no. I listened to Jade's budget um, training last week, but there's no more areas in the budget. I've sold everything I can sell. So mm-hmm. my options are to keep, you know, scratching forward or to sell my house and kind of get rid of the consumer debt. The unfortunate part is. Did you have the house uh, before marriage? Before the divorce? I didn't. I bought it. Okay. Do you have, do you have children? Do my divorce. Grown, just one. Okay. Good. Okay. So, do you like the house? I love the house. It's perfect. It's a good. Would be a good place to even retire. Mm. Um, it's just um, I have had to stop paying on three consumer debts. Um, once they came, I put. You should never do this. I'm sure you're going to cringe. As I was went through a very significant illness, and during chemo, I was still very ill, and I kept getting calls. You got to mm. pay this. You got to pay this. I put it on my credit cards, so I have some credit card debt. But once it came out of the interest-free period, which is about three months ago, mm-hmm. I I wasn't able to make the minimum payments. Okay. Um, so I I still paid my regular payment, but obviously it's already negatively impacted me. So I'm scratching at other alternatives to kind of get back ahead so those are the you said it was three credit cards that's the only outstanding payments right those oh, she's are, current now yeah okay. but extra. you're just struggling to make the minimum paying extra yeah yes. okay um so how were you able to pay off 130 and now you got no margin so that's my question um so i cashed out my 401k oh. um Yes, I cashed out my four hundred one k because I had to make a cash settlement, um, two hundred and ninety thousand. But I had to make a cash settlement for my divorce so that I didn't have to pay alimony. So that's where that came from. And had I known that I was about to 
um, come out of remission and need chemo treatment and two more surgeries. I obviously would have never done that, but unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> um, you 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 get the cards you're dealt, and yeah. you you know, so you just do better with it. So, how much I've is your house some, payment? Um, twenty four oh seven. How much is your car payment? Seven twelve. How much do you still owe on that car? Like, well, if 40. you sold it, if you sold it today, would you what would you get for it? Well, the unfortunate part is I would only get about twelve thousand. That's based on Kelly Blue Book because of the mileage on the vehicle. Because oh unfortunately, goodness. how did you turn a forty thousand dollar debt into a twelve thousand dollar car? Yeah. Yes. So unfortunately, mileage. So mileage is no I travel for work. mileage doesn't do that. You must have had negative equity going in, or you got bad information somewhere. Did you roll? I, mean, I took. I no. I took. You no can't put enough miles on a car to do that. Uh, I have a hundred and fifty-eight thousand. That's miles not on enough to do that. That's what Kelly Blue Book told me. And you owe forty-five. Oh, forty-three. So, something. Dollars. Somebody's numbers are wrong somewhere. Did you have negative equity in the other car you rolled into this one? No, I didn't have another car. Interesting. I would double check. Just something's wrong. Humor me and double check that when you get a chance, because that doesn't feel right. It is a lot of miles, but it doesn't seem like that many miles. Looking, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's your interest rate? Six point six. Six point six. Six point six. Okay. Six so that's an actual yeah. payoff number, not a top total of payments. Oh, uh, that's likely correct. That is my current balance that reports to my credit karma. Uh, credit karma doesn't count. Okay. They got bad karma. So, um, no, you need to actually call the bank and find out what your actual payoff is. Cause that okay. they may be reporting. There's two ways to calculate a, a subprime loan. This doesn't sound like a subprime loan. They calculate it as an actual payoff balance or a TOP total of all payments remaining, which would be much higher. If that's the number, then the actual payoff number is going to be like 30, and then your 12 is wrong still, so you're a lot closer than we thought. That's what I'm thinking is going on, because these numbers don't work. There's okay. no way you get there yeah. with this number. So anyway. Um, What's the least amount that you can live on? Because I'm looking at your debt, and I'm looking at what you earn, and I'm like, maybe she can be free, you know, uh, four years I'm looking at. And there is something to be said for um, cutting your budget as much as you can cut it, getting your income as high up as you can get it, and then whatever that margin is, you just have to ride that horse to the finish line. Like there is something to be said for that. I don't know that you're there. Um, here's here's what's going through my head. Okay, cancer and a divorce. Quick fix with the four hundred one k. Now quick fix with the house. And you still never address the person in your mirror because you've had so much tragedy and so many things. You're so you're, you're so much pain that I want you to make sure if you sell this house that you don't that you do address the budget and that you quit finding ways to find yourself into this because you use the word unfortunately like four times to outline stupid things you had done those were not unfortunate they were bad choices you're not stupid but you've been in a lot of different kinds of pain in the last five years and I'm sorry I know you're hurting so I just don't want to add to your pain. So I usually, we usually tell people don't sell the house. If you do to get out of this, and I really wouldn't blame you here, 
to be out of it and to be free and start a whole healing campaign in every area of your life, make sure you heal in the financial area and you live on less than you make from this point forward. And no more, unfortunately. No more. Now, now you're going you're gonna to get control of these controllables. You've got to. You don't have a choice now. I'm so sorry for what you've been through, hon. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, folks, Dave Ramsey here. There are moments in life we don't want to forget, like your kid's graduation or the once-in-a-lifetime trip. For the big moments, the everyday moments, and everything in between, every dollar is there to help you budget for all of it. It's the simple budgeting app that helps you plan, save, and spend for the important things. Budget for the life you really want, every moment of it. Download the app or check the link in the show notes to create your free account today, every dollar. Thank you for joining us, America. We're glad you're here. If you like what you're hearing, help us out. We can use the help. Click the uh, subscribe button, the follow button, share the show any way you can, whether you just tell people about it or whether you some of the platforms have a share function use it click a link and send them a copy of the podcast or the youtube link whatever it is and uh, tell them where we are on talk radio however it is and leave a five-star review all of those really do help us and if you want to say thank you to us that's how you do it because it puts us up at the front of the uh, algorithms and keeps new people finding us and we're able to help them it's what we do Allie is with us Allie's in st louis hi Allie. welcome to the ramsey show Hi, how are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Um, yeah, I'm just calling. Um, I am a physical therapist here in St. Louis. I've been out of school for about a year now, but I've been in a residency program, so I've been able to defer my loans. Um, and last night I really sat down and figured out that I need to start tackling these things. Um, so I've got about 112000 in my name from undergrad and also from graduate PT school. And then my parents also have about 100000 in their name that they took out um, to help me get through undergrad. Um, so I'm just kind of curious the best way to tackle these and get out of debt as quickly as possible. Is this your only debt or do you have other types of debt to go along with it? This is the only debt I have. Okay. Well, what I would do if I were in your shoes is, A, I'm glad that you're looking at this and going, hey, I got to pay this off. I can't wait around for somebody else to do it for me. So that's good. Um, a lot of times these loans, they're broken into lots of smaller loans. Are yours, mm -hmm. are they like that? Yes, mine are, yeah, I've got uh, all together, there are about 20 just small loans. Okay. So assuming that the parent plus loans were like, it was decided that you're the one paying them back. I'm assuming that's the case, right? Even though they took the loan out. Um, well, we haven't really had that conversation yet. So that's something that I need to do with my parents. Um, so what, yeah, the 112,000 are all in my name and then the hundred thousand of parent plus loans. What makes you think you're liable for the parent plus loans? Did they, you didn't have a discussion when you took them out. They said, we'll take these out, but you got to pay them. That wasn't a conversation early. We, the, the conversation that we've had is we'll help you with this. Um, but we haven't had a fully sit down conversation to decide what exactly does that mean? So that is very, that is like top right. priority. So on your parents are not now. wealthy? Not necessarily. Middle class. Um, okay. They do, okay. they do okay. But not I, wasn't, I wasn't putting them down. I'm just, if they got $10 million in the bank, they wouldn't have done this. Well, some people also right, think right. that yeah. me helping you is, I'll co-sign since you can't sign on your own. 
So they mm-hmm. might have just thought by co-signing that was it, but there's a lot of money on the table here. So I would have that conversation and mm-hmm. find out. Um, Allie, did you finish residency yet? Yes, I, I finished up now. So what do you I'm make now? 80? So let's see. This past year during my residency. Now, what year, will you make this year? 80? This coming year? This year I'll make 71000 71 Okay. Plus you, you yeah. can pick up some OT, uh, if not with that firm, with uh, – whatever uh emergency room or whatever right yeah so we can we can use this degree to earn another 20 and you work your tail end off right yeah i would say so oh i I know so i've done it that's the case done a bunch with pts yeah (laughs) well that's good i would just list these debts smallest to largest i would you know you got to have this conversation with your parents at the same time, right. your name is on. Is your name on it at all? No, not on Parent Plus loans. Okay, no. so I would start with the one twelve. Yes, and I would list those from yeah. smallest to largest. I'd just go crazy, go ham on those, and then this Parent Plus thing. Here's the thing: their name is on it. Your name is not on it. So you need mm-hmm. to speak with them. It's not going to blow up your credit if this is kind of an ongoing, you know, conversation. It's not going to stop you from doing what you need to do, um, but. That's going to be tough, Dave, because they might have interpreted two different sides of yeah, this thing. Yeah, it's just whatever comes out. I mean, if you guys, if you decide you're going to pay it, then you got two hundred twelve thousand dollars, and you make ninety yeah. with overtime and extra jobs, and you're single, and you live on nothing like a graduate student, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. we throw fifty a year at it, and in four years you're done. Yeah. Or in right. two, or in two years you're done if mom and dad pick up the parent plus, but you're probably picking up at least some of it. It sounds like in yeah. this conversation. I, I would guess so. Yeah, you and don't have a legal obligation. Frank, I don't really feel. Yeah, both of okay. you should have your tail kicked for not having a clear understanding before you take out $100,000 worth of loans and don't that's know true. how they're going to get paid. But now that that's done, you now you got to get drive to clarity and decide what you're going to do or what you should do. Technically, legally, you owe nothing. I'd at least try to go 50-50, though. Well, I feel like... Just, I have no idea what these people decide they were going to do, and yeah. so I'm not letting her or them off the hook. So, um, yeah, y'all got to get in there and figure that part out, and I just... But but either way, Jade's right. Your 112 is first. Mm-hmm. You do not mm-hmm. pay on the Parent PLUS loans. Um, they at least get to pay the payments until you clear the 112. That's their part of the problem anyway. Yeah, I would agree. And then after that, if you decide you want to take it on, we'll do that or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm... Just, you're going to have to make this up as you go because you didn't do it on the front end. Um, this is how people end up not speaking to each other. That's what I'm saying. Don't let it. Yeah. It's a lot of money, but I wouldn't let it come between the relationship. I mean, that sucks if she has to be the one to well carry yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. But either way, we just got to work through it. And the 112 is first. You live on beans and rice, rice and beans, no life. No, you don't get to go on vacation. Yes, you take every time someone offers you any kind of overtime with your PT, any kind of extra PT jobs anywhere, emergency room, anything you can do that's legal and moral, go do it mm-hmm. and make money. No eating out, no vacations. You have made a mess, girl, and you got to clean it up. This is the formula for getting out. That's the bad news. The good news is it'll actually work, and you'll be debt-free in around three years if you go whole hog on this. Get after it. Get after it. That's how you do it. Jade, 40 million people are facing a hard reality in October. Student loan payments are coming (laughs) back. Yes, they are. Turns out that um, the president 
Well, he's not going to do it. So there you go. We'll just leave it at that. We kind of <laughs> all knew that. Those of us that are old, like a politician lied. Who knew? And um, To get know, votes. Yeah, he's a lawyer. He's <laughs> right. a lawyer. He didn't know an executive order couldn't do that by the Constitution. But who knew? <laughs> he did. But anyway, you're going to get to pay your student loans. So our team wants to help. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to be hosting a free live stream. Situations just like hers just like Allie's facing, right? Mm-hmm. That This is why we're doing it. And we're doing it September the 12th at 7 p.m. Tuesday, September the 12th. And it's Jade, who has paid off over $200,000 worth of student loan debt. Rachel, who never had any. And me, who went broke. So we got a lot of credibility here. <laughs> there okay? you go. <laughs> this is the peop- these are the people who are going to get together and teach you. So Rachel Cruz, Jade Washaw, Dave Ramsey are going to talk about student loans, how we got here, and give you a clear plan to pay off your student loans. No kidding. We're not going to do it. You're going to do it, but we're going to show you how you're going to be the hero in -hmm. your journey. We're going to give you the sword and tell you how to kill the dragon. You are not alone. This is completely free. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash student loans and get signed up for this. It's September the 12th. Tell everybody, you know, we want to have two or 300,000 people watching this free live stream. And uh, so we can help at least 20,000 of them because 90% of them won't do squat, Mm -hmm. but a bunch of you need to come and watch and we'll show you how to do it tell you the hard truth and how we got here no kidding and uh this is not just a whine session this is exactly what you do just like we did with Allie. Allie can get out of hers and it's on being on a budget get on every dollar it's it's the stuff we talk about and yeah you're going to hear it again but you need to hear it again and we're going to put it all in the context of the student loans coming back in october september 12th Rachel Cruz, Jade Washall, Dave Ramsey, get signed up for this at RamseySolutions.com slash student loans. It's going to be good. That's a word. I can't wait. This is an opportunity for people to get free. Yeah. This for is real. their opportunity. For real. Instead I mean, of looking at it like a bad thing. Think about how you feel now versus how you felt with 200000 Okay. I'm living. I'm living yeah. my best life. Have a life. Okay. I have a life. And you will too life. if you do this. If you sit around and wait on Washington, D.C., you're going to die in debt. That's right. Boy, that was a nice word. This is The Ramsey Show. If current times have shown us anything, it's that the least expected events can and will happen, and we have to deal with it. That's why everyone who has a family counting on them needs term life insurance. For over 25 years, the only insurance company I've recommended is Xander Insurance. Not only because they search all of the top term life plans to find you the best rates, but over the years, they have constantly changed and updated their systems to make the whole process simpler and easier to get the protection needed. You can now apply with a completely touchless experience with everything being done either over the phone or the internet. They also have plans with super competitive rates that don't require an exam, allowing you to skip a step and get the coverage you need faster. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Great rates and a simple process mean there's no excuse to not get this done, people. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Jane is in Knoxville. Hi, Jane. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you, Dave? Better than I deserve. What's up? 
Oh, needs so much help. I need one of them swords to slay a huge dragon. I may be your toughest case you've ever had. <laughs> anyway, my husband is around, he's fixing to be 65. I'm around 59. And we have 10 kids. I'm homeschooling my last one. She's 15. Anyway, long story short, um, I had to go to work. He got really sick, and so he can't work like he used to. So I'm now working. I started working this past year, and we are definitely need help. Um, we have um, quite a bit of debt and I don't know where to start. So I have a car that we made a huge mistake and got a new vehicle, and uh, we owe about fifty-four, maybe 53000 on it, which is, I know, crazy. But we didn't really have a good vehicle for me to go to work in, so I, we did something stupid. So long story short, uh, how do we – that was my first question. Do we sell that to yes. try to get out of this debt? But I finally realized that we're old enough. We need to – wish we had these things in plan. But I've been a homeschool mom all my life, so yeah. this is all new to me. Yes. He's kind of what's, what's, what's the car potential. worth? Um, probably 42, yeah. 43. What's your household income? Together now, we make almost about 85, maybe yeah. 80 to 85. Yes, you need to sell it. Okay, so yes. how do you do Yes, that you shouldn't have bought a, it. Yes, you shouldn't have. Who's I got know. the loan? A Hyundai. Okay. How bad's your credit? It's good. I have good credit, because... Yeah. Well, well, run over at the credit union or your local bank and get an unsecured loan for 15000 buy a $3,000 car, and cover the 12000 hole you're in and sell it. Okay, could you say that again? Okay. Go get you got to borrow the amount that the you're bank. in the hole Okay. in order to sell it, plus $3,000 to get a car. Okay. Because you got no car, right? No, he has his truck for the farm, but yeah. we don't have a car. Right, get you a little $3,000 car to get around, and you, okay. don't, you don't need a $43,000 car to go to work. Okay, so is that the first thing to do? We have a tractor payment of forty and um, a small forty thousand dollars on a tractor. Yes, we have a five hundred acre farm that he's trying to still take care of. Like I said, he got COVID really bad. He got really sick, almost died. So it changed our lives two years ago. Um, you live on the farm. We do live on the farm. That's a long story, but we can't sell it because it, we found out it's in a trust that his parents had put in. So we, we take care of it. We have no money to take care of it, but what we make, and so we can't sell it. So uh, we have Sell the tractor and lease the land. Okay. Let somebody else farm it. Your husband's okay. sick, and you can't afford the tractor, and you're not making any money anyway. Sell the tractor, lease the land. That sounds great. Let somebody get another farmer to lease it. What's your husband been growing on it? Um, we have corn. Um, I'm trying to think what all he does. Uh, corn, soybeans. Um, they've, they've done a lot of different stuff, too. Yeah. I'm not even sure. I mean, if it's pretty standard deal is other, another farmer in the area farms it, and you get a percentage of the crop as your lease payment. Okay. That's a pretty standard arrangement i assume okay. that can go to you i don't know you you don't own it i know it's a terrible situation i don't know if it goes to the trust or not no it doesn't i mean we, if you make money on the farm you don't have to give it to the trust right no we don't okay. because we have to pay the taxes and all the stuff for it uh it's just in a, it's just in a trust i mean all the land's tied up in a trust who is the parent I'm sorry. What did you say? That's okay. I'm I'm uh, I'm aghast. Um, yes, so am I. This is we not a blessing. So this is his family farm. Mm-hmm. His grandpa had it. Yes. His grandpa's grandpa had it. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And so they don't in, they, they put it into a trust so that it doesn't get sold. That's exactly. And then we didn't realize that we actually paid money for the house when we moved here. But we did not know until after they passed away that they actually put the house in with the trust. So we don't even own the house. Okay. Wow. And so I assume upon your death that the trust goes to your kids. Yes. They're cursed with this as well. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Exactly right. I guess there's no way to do anything about it. I don't know. I don't either, but I'm going to see an attorney uh, and try to figure out because I don't. My obligation to a toxic situation is pretty low. Um, I mean, what happens to this beautiful plan if you all just move off? I don't really know. And quit well, we paying the taxes. That. That's, that's my question. Yeah, the trust will get trust will lose it if you don't pay the taxes because exactly. you're getting no benefit from this thing at all. No, we're not. And there's no and penalty it's on them. Actually, sucked us dry. That's why we are where we are. Who is the trustee? My husband is. Huh. He's the trustee. The trustee. Trust, you need to go see an attorney. Okay. Do you recommend one that might? Uh, be no, I go to an estate thing? planning attorney there in Knoxville. Find, ask around, find out who does good estate planning work, because this probably needs to be busted up. I hate to sell family land like this, but it has become a curse rather than a blessing. That's right. And yeah. I love land, and I love family tradition and legacy. And I'm about as the older I get, the more emotional I get about that kind of stuff. But this has not been a blessing to you, and it's not going to be a blessing to your kids. That's right. Because it's poorly structured. And so y'all need to figure out what the flip. So go, yeah, spend a little money on an attorney. Let's get out of the car and get out of the car deal and get out of the tractor deal. What other debt is there? Uh, We have a personal loan for about 30 that we just had to live on since he got sick. And that's really it. Because you have so many payments, you can't breathe. Yeah, that's right. And nothing really. And nothing coming (laughs) in. Well, once you get out of that car and tractor, you'll be able to throw something at that personal loan and knock that out. Yeah. And then that'll be it. Right. Yeah, just tear that down and tear down whatever hole you're in on the car, and you may be in a hole on the tractor as well. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe you can get a farmer to take that tractor and buy it as a part of leasing the deal That's if good. you want to. Investigate that, but also investigate uh, busting up the trust, which, by the way, will solve the whole problem because now you're in control of the asset. You can sell off you know, 50 acres of this, and all of a sudden you've got some money, and you're debt-free. So, um, and keep a 450 of it. I mean, you'd be just fine. So, Dave, you get in a, you, somebody passes away and you're part of a trust or you're part of their will. You can't, you can't just simply decline and say, I don't want it. Well, you can fail to perform the things they're asking to perform. The weird thing here is that he's the trustee. The trustee's who has the control. Mm-hmm. Um, and so depending on, I'm not an attorney, but depending on how the trust is written, the trustee is supposed to execute the terms of the trust but also, the tr- if somebody's going to break it up, it's going to be the trustee, and her husband's the trustee. Yeah. So if it was some third-party attorney or his uncle or somebody was the trustee, then he, you know, you might not be able to get anywhere with it. But when you're the trustee of your own trust, I mean, that's yeah. weird. It's weird. That but is it weird. Can, yeah. So um, somebody was trying to do something good and honorable and nice and keep them keep yeah. it in the family. But uh, instead, they handcuffed the family yeah. and um, have left them in a toxic situation. So that's what you've got to be careful of, of these things that go in perpetuation. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a small example of that that's not nearly as uh, emotional is, you know, we just went through the um, 
if Dave dies this year meeting mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. my family and with the leaders, I have to do this Monty Python meeting every year. I'm feeling much better. It's just a flesh wound. And um, we just talk about what happens this year if Dave dies. So one of the things that one of the tenants is it's written down and that we go over in that meeting every year is that uh, nothing that we do at Ramsey Solutions is to be kept alive because it was Dave's dream. Okay, that's good. You're set free from sacred cows. That's good. You should put a bullet in all sacred cows and eat them. Turn them into <laughs> hamburger. Although you would not I eat them. I was going to say, do we have to eat them, Dave? Can we just... I want to eat them, but you I'll be dead and you're a vegan, so I'll, we're screwed, I'll turn right? it into a leather jacket. Yeah. How about that? There we go. Now we're talking. <laughs> Get some use out of that burger, out of that beefalo. But anyway, yeah, the, the, the sacred tech cows. And that's, that's what these things become, especially yeah. generationally like this. Yeah. Where you're like four generations down and what you can't have the foresight to know what what's going to happen I, four I generations wanted to turn from my, now. I turned the kids loose and the Ramsey team loose from doing something that I thought was good 30 years ago or mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Kill it. Move on. I want them to turn loose emotionally and legally. Yeah. You, you go to the next thing. Go go to what God has given you to do. That's good. This is the Ramsey show. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney, and one of the most common questions I get is how to get something off your chest. A deep secret you've never told anyone, or maybe something that happened to you, something you've done that you're worried about because bringing it to light will disrupt your life, anything. I say this all the time, secrets will kill you, but it's hard to know where to start when it comes to talking about scary, dark things. Therapy can be a safe, effective place to get things off your chest, to learn how to say hard things out loud, and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've personally been blessed to have a great therapist who helps me get those heavy things off my chest. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's flexible because it's online, so you can suit it to fit your schedule. Just fill out a short questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra cost. It's time to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deloney today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deloney. Jade Washall, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host. Open phones at 888-825-5225. John's in Asheville, North Carolina. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Better than I deserve. How can I help? So... Um, I'm in a situation, um, it's a lot of debt and I was, I was, I'll just start running the numbers by you. Um, so I'm a first year physical therapy student. I still have two more years to go of schooling. I myself am in $78,000 of debt. Um, my fiance and soon to be wife is in 220 through Sally May, 220,000, um, and also another 88000 through uh, FAFSA student loans. So totaling all that up, it's about 400 k ish um, What's she studying? She just finished physical therapy school. Um, she's been working now for two months. She just started working in June. Um, she yeah. spent, wait a minute, she spent $200,000? And she, another she 88. Spent, she spent $300,000. On a PT degree? Why? I, I 
I know. And for the longest time in our relationship, um, I, I was bad school was, choice. I mean, what was the deal? No, it's. I mean, it was it was a state school um, up in Pennsylvania, um, but. I, I don't think her family has much. They have five kids, and I know they recently just got out of debt, to my knowledge. Um, okay, so she's gotten her first job. What's she making? Eighty. She's making seventy-four before taxes. Yeah. Is she gonna? Is she gonna be doing some specialty type of PT no. that earns more than the average? No. The the only thing she could do is get a travel job, which tend to pay closer to if you would extrapolate it out closer to a hundred k a year, ninety to a hundred k a year. Mm-hmm. However, with me being in school in Asheville for the next two years, approximately. When are you getting married? Um, we're getting married in December. Good. Okay. All right. Well, I mean the 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 thing you do, John, is the ratio you're looking at is. And this is the reason we ask these questions every time is um, if you get out, you're making 75, she's making 75, that's 150, and you're going to have 400. So that's the shovel-to-hole ratio, we always call it. In other words, your shovel's your income, the hole is 400, right? Right. Okay. So how quick do you pay off 400 making 150? Well, if you live on 50 and you put 100, it's four years, mm-hmm. Right. That's how we do it. I mean, that's how we yeah. run the math. It's just big numbers like that. Because mm-hmm. we don't ever, we always want to assume you live on nothing and you put everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you could live on 30 and put 120, it cuts it down by a few months, you know. But, uh, and you pick up some OT, which both of you can do. Pick up some emergency, front, emergency room um, and anything else you can pick up that's not travel. Right. But um, you, she can make another 20 working OT, working some overtime for somebody. Um, it's out, it's available. And um, and it, it can be done. And then you just plow your way through it. I mean, mm-hmm. if you guys get, if both of you make 90 instead of making 75, or both of you make 95 instead of mm-hmm. making 75 when you get out, then that's how you're going to plow through it. But it's going to be, a, because you're not getting out for another 18 months after marriage or so, it's going to be a long slog. I mean, y'all, y'all got a three, four-year, at least four-year program. Mm-hmm. Of right. no life. Don't talk about buying a house. Don't talk about going on vacation. Mm-hmm. All I want you to talk about is how much you're going to work and how little you're going to spend. Because the more right. of that you do, the faster you get out and the higher the probability is that you do get out. Because otherwise, you're going to look up 20 years from now and you're still going to be sitting on that that's egg right. trying to hatch it. And that's my biggest takeaway for you, John. Don't Don't let the magnitude of this cause you to not start. Because the time's going to pass anyway, and you're going to look up in five years. And five years from now or four years from now, you're either going to look up and this is going to be a gone thing of the past, debt that you used to know, or you're going to be smack dab right in the middle of it, and some of it will have gone up. You see what I'm saying? you got to take everything you can get on income and cut every expense you can cut on outgo. And, I mean, we're talking beans and rice, rice and beans, ramen noodles. Mm -hmm. Tuna fish is for broke people. I mean, this is what Uh, you're... You're broke people. That's what you're getting into. It's what you're signing up for. And both of you have signed up for it. So, yeah. and I, I, I wouldn't tell you to do anything other than that. I mean, get married in December and then start working it as hard as you can work it. And, yeah. you know, who's paying for the wedding? Um, we collectively as a couple are going to pay, um, probably a little under 10 grand. 
Um, okay. And then I've, both families have agreed to pay approximately ten grand each. Okay, that's a nice wedding. Yeah, okay, it is. And no, you're not going in debt for it, so that's good. Yeah, no, no more debt. And don't tell me you got to buy a car, and don't tell me you got to buy a house. Mm-hmm. You're broke people with lots of degrees. Yep. And you got to clean the mess up, man. I mean, you got to re-identify yourself in your mind and go, okay, I got to clean this up. I got to clean this up. I got to clean this up. Mm-hmm. And you just get in that mode, and you can do it. You can do it. People do it all the time. Jade did it. You paid off it. again. And it took me longer than you, John. So you can do it. You can do it. Yeah, and but you started with a lot less income. That is also that's at the, what I'm saying. At the, yeah. at the beginning of it, but um, mm-hmm. y'all paid off four sixty something, almost five hundred. Yeah, that's uh, right. Total of which almost three hundred was student loans. That's right. So. It can be done. It's a slog, but put those milestones in there, build it in. When we get once we pay off this amount, we're going to do this thing. Once we pay off this amount, we're going to do this thing. You don't. It's not enough to get yourself off track, but you have to celebrate those milestones, especially when you're in it. For more than two, three years, you've got to keep yourself motivated by doing that. And if it makes you feel better, you can be one of those idiots that posts on the internet, Dave Ramsey won't let me have a life. (laughs) I've seen some of those, Dave. Because it's not Dave Ramsey. It's you. Yeah. You get to decide. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to do it. Dave Ramsey just told you how to get out. Jade just told you how to get out. You could actually post Jade told me I can't have a life. No, 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 no. It's it's till Dave do us part, not till Jade do us part. Well, come on. (laughs) You can throw me under the bus. You're going to leave me by myself on the don't mean th- internet memes. I don't know, Dave. I don't know if I can handle it. I'm thinking, I think you ought to get, I think they ought to, come on, you guys, put it out there. Jade made me do it. Jade ruined my life. Is this because you didn't get the, the slash Jade, the slash you know Dave? What? It's, I'm still bitter. You're right. You're bringing up stuff from five weeks ago, but I'm still bitter. But yeah, the, the. The thing is, I didn't ruin anybody's life. I just told you to go ruin your own life mm-hmm. so you could get your life back because you sold it to Sally May. You sold your butt to Sally May. You signed the deed to your butt, and you handed your deeded butt over to Sally May, mm-hmm. and now you got to get your butt out of Hawk. Yeah. And that's what it amounts to. And it's a pain in the butt yeah, to do it. it. It's, it's not easy. A lot of butts going on here. A lot. Yeah, you put them in there, but... It's not the point is the point is there's nothing easy about this. You can try to look for a, a a loophole or an easier way out, but when you've got this kind of debt, you have to sacrifice to win. There's yeah, no just, no two ways about it. And the the weird thing, guys, for everybody out there, John included, congratulations on the December wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just signed you up for hell, uh, not the marriage, but the uh, the process of getting out of debt there afterwards. But yeah, but the uh, for everybody, John included. The interesting thing is what happens inside of your spirit while you're fighting through this. Bingo. Jade and Sam are a power couple to be reckoned with. Mm -hmm. They probably would have become that anyway, but they became that more so by fighting this fight. The transformation and the calluses that happen in your character Mm -hmm. that cause you to be able to hold your breath, grit your teeth and push through hell and get it cleaned up, set the stage for you to be able to tackle anything. That's right. Yeah. You can't, you can't get between us. And at this point, there's nothing, there's nothing you can tell me that I'm going to go. I don't know if I can do that. It just builds this muscle of belief of it's like when a woman has a baby, you can't tell her nothing after that. It's like, I can do anything. And it's the same way when you pay off this debt, you can't tell anybody nothing after they pay off $460,000 of debt. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what it's going to do. But the, but it, the, the force Mm -hmm. that causes that piece of coal to become a diamond 
is this extreme sacrifice in a short period of time and it causes not only the debt to go away but a wonderful permanent change in your relationships and in your life Mm -hmm. that's the beauty of it so embrace the suck man lean into it this is the ramsey show Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washall, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. The number is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Megan is in Colorado Springs to start this hour. Hi, Megan. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, guys. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. What's up? All right. I have a quick question for you. My car is totaled from hail damage, and my insurance evaluated it, and there's two options. One, take the total loss settlement um, and a higher check, and then I would purchase a different used car or a lower check and have it as a salvage title. How much is the car worth? Um, 15,000. So they're going to give you a $15,000 check. Well, actually I had added, um, a 20% car replacement assistant. So it's actually, if I do the total loss, it'll be 19 grand. If I do the salvage title, it'll be thirteen grand. Oh. Did you have um? Did, did you have uh, uh, a loan on the car? No, it's paid off. Wow, good for you. That is good. Okay, take the check, the big I'm one. On... Take the big one. Yeah, what would be the okay. purpose in taking the small one? Wait a minute. Here, yes, here, here's the alternative. Well, I have... Here's the alternative, and it's easy for you to figure out. This is how I, this is how I made the decision that fast. Okay, if you had $19,000 in your hand, would you go mm-hmm. buy a $6,000 hail-damaged salvage car, salvage title, for your driving car? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's well, the same decision. The only, you now have $19,000 in your thing. hand, and they want you to buy this car for 6000 bucks. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll pass. The only thing is that they'll... They're going to tow it if I take the 19000 So? And I still have to buy it. You'll be able to cover So what? That. You got $19,000. I think you can go rent a car and then go buy one. Rent you a car okay. for a week and go look around, find you a car. There you go. Yeah. They can have it. That's It's theirs once you take the money. But, yeah, they, they it's their car. They buy it. Um, and you could probably okay. actually negotiate, like, you know, a little bit of distance between the time they give you the, the you know, pick it up in a week. Give me a week to get another car after you give me my check. Just work on them, work on them a little okay. bit. But if even if they don't, just okay. go rent you a car. But you you don't want that car, darling. Mm-mm. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> do, were you trying to do something else with the money? Do you have debt to pay off, or it was just this is that on that? Well, no, I'm on I'm on baby step three, and it's drivable. It just has. A lot of dents on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh so yeah. It's, it's, it's a it's a mess. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cut it looks loose. like it looks okay. like a teenager with acne. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. Bad. This is bad. 
it's bad. You need, I, I, I had a car like I had a friend of mine did that. There was one. There was two guys here working here years ago, and we used to have two of those cars that had the hell beat oh, the hail beat out of them. There you go. Um, in the uh, they were sitting in the parking lot. They looked like they'd been shot with an AR. Oh man. Oh my gosh. On full auto, but yeah, it was uh, it was amazing. No, no, you don't want that. That's. <laughs> Even if you don't spend nineteen on a car, if that's you want to go saying, buy a thirteen thousand yeah. dollar car, that's okay. Uh, but just get one that doesn't look like that. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. You you can't. The problem with this other car is you can't get rid of it once you got it. And you got six thousand dollars tied up in it. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. That's good. Hey, good good question. <laughs> Haven't had that one in a while. Yeah, that's Open good. phones at triple eight eight two five five two two five. David's in San Antonio. Hi, David. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you today? Better than we deserve. How can we help? So I've uh, got a couple questions. First one, I'm I'm getting close to finishing baby step two. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see the finish line. It's maybe weeks or even a couple of months away. Um, I've been doing the baby steps, I guess, for about three years now. I didn't even know I was doing them. Uh, I've also been saving as well, and I'm ready to move to baby step three, but I'm just scared. Okay. Um, I admit I do still use a couple of credit cards, but I pay them off in full every month. Uh, I know you're not a big fan of credit scores, but I'm rocking about 800. Um, I don't care. I had a, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You Um, said, you know, I'm not a fan. I really don't. I I know. I know. Um, I had a couple of expensive trips over the summer. Most of it's paid for. I have one last credit card bill due. David, you are doing nothing we teach. Why are you asking our advice? Well, um, here's the thing. Um, I've got about, uh, I have a student loan to the tune of about 6,300 and change. Um, now I had $5,000 in treasury bills and I just moved that over to my savings account down the street at my credit union with what I had in there already. I'm sitting on about 8,800 in liquid cash. Okay. Um, so, so take a trip. Well, you got the money. Uh, do I take a trip or do I just drop a nuclear bomb on my student loan and my credit card and be done with it? I mean, what do you think? Um, what do you think we might say? Uh, I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say. You do know, David. Uh, you know what we're going to say, David. <laughs> David, um, David. I'm going to drain my savings. Come on, David. Um, Don't play yourself. I, <laughs> you I, know. I, know. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna, I, I will drain my savings and yes. I can rebuild it. I, I mean, I'm, I've. You I definitely make, can rebuild it. I make enough to put money away every month. How much do you make? But I'm just, uh, I'm working two jobs right now, mm-hmm. combined about 48K. Okay. Um, I yeah. am applying for, for, for another job. Um, and All sarcasm aside, I am really curious. Why, when you don't do anything else we say, do you care what we think? That is a good question. Mm, you seem to be an authority on this. So well, I know, but you, but I'm an authority on the other stuff you're doing, and you weren't doing it, and you knew that. And so I'm I'm not trying to be mean. I mean, you kind of have to decide who you is, you know? And Fair enough. Okay. I, I, and so um, I, I don't mind. It doesn't offend me. I'm going to go on with my life. You're going to go on with yours, so we'll still be friends. You know, I love you. I'm glad your life is good. Mm-hmm. But the, the, if you pick and choose on the buffet of what we lay out in front of Ramsey – all the Ramsey things, and you pick and choose, you're really, you could almost get yourself in trouble because mm-hmm. you sort of do it, sort of do this, sort of do that, sort of do this. And then all, you know, 
you're you know you're going to run those credit cards back up statistically yeah. there's a 90 percent chance you're going to go back in credit card debt because you still honestly think a credit score is a good thing because you're proud of it you still honestly think while you've got this debt that it's okay to travel you still honestly are wondering whether you ought to cash out your savings and put it towards it those are honest discussions in your head but i can just tell you from a from having done this for 30 years where the all of those things are going to lead you and you can't just do one of them and keep doing the other two mm-hmm. or three and end up in a good place, dude. And we love you too much to not tell you the truth. So yeah. um, you'll be wandering I in really the wilderness. I really would not pay off your debt with this money unless you're going to cut up your credit cards and start living on less than you make and plug in responsibility to the whole thing. If you're not going to do the whole thing, please don't do just a little of it. It could bring you harm. Guys, it's no secret that the real estate market is weird right now. So go with a mortgage company you can trust to have your back. Churchill Mortgage. Churchill is Ramsey trusted because they're stable, reliable, and focused on you. At a time when a lot of companies are being bought out or going out of business, count on Churchill Mortgage to stick around. They've been doing things the right way for over 30 years, and they'll keep doing them the right way for 30 more. Get started at churchillmortgage.com. This is a paid advertisement. NMLS ID 1591. NMLS Equal Housing Lender. 1749 Mallory Lane, Suite 100. Brentwood, Tennessee 37027. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Today's question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. When you're looking to buy a home and need professional inspection, trust the Neighborly brand Housemaster. From plumbing and electrical to roofing and siding, they inspect a home top to bottom to help you make an informed decision. Schedule a visit with Housemaster on Neighborly.com today. Today's question comes from Jeremy in Arizona. I'm having a mini dilemma over my finances and could use a neutral third party. I have some student loans to pay off and I could have it all paid off by now, but I held off when I thought I could qualify for Biden's student debt relief plan. I was prepared for that possibility and am still able to pay off my remaining balance. I've heard that the Biden administration is supposedly working on another avenue for debt relief. While I know logically that paying off my debt sooner rather than later is the smart call, I know there's a part of me that will feel cheated if I pay these loans now and find out I would have been approved for relief later. I feel like I know what you'll say, (laughs) but as I said, I'd feel better to hear it from a neutral third party. I don't know that I'm neutral. I just think that you need to pay your bills off. You need to pay your student debt. You've got the money sitting there pay your debt. There's no relief coming. There is no relief coming. I'm telling you the relief. The only relief there is, is 30 years from now when you're about to retire and you've worked your whole life paying. And then maybe just maybe there's a small chance, depending on who might be in administration at that time, depending on who might decide that they want to make themselves look good politically, there might be a sliver of a lightning bolts chance that you might get a little bit of forgiveness. Who wants to live their life like that? Not me. I like Dave, I like being in control of my life. I like knowing that if Jade says she's going to do it, she's going to do it. I will not, and you shouldn't either, live your life 
with this debt hanging over your head. Because when you do this, and this is not just to Jeremy, this is to anybody who's holding on to debt, thinking that there's a, a sliver of a chance of a possibilities chance that you might get forgiveness. You, Your body feels that. Your body knows you're in debt. Uh, Dr. John would say it all the time. Your body keeps the score. You know when you've got $50,000 in debt. That's why e- $100,000 of debt. That's why even these uh, these payment plans that they have set up and they're telling you, hey, it's okay. You can just pay $12 a month and the interest won't accrue. You hey. think you can't feel the fact that you still owe $150,000 of debt? Absolutely. And let me tell you what else you can feel, Jeremy. Um, the guy who's out there that's a welder, uh, the gal that's cutting hair, they shouldn't have to pay your bill. You know who pays it if you don't? Taxpayer. They didn't sign up for your debt. You signed up for it, son. You pay your bill. You owe it. You owe it. It's a moral and an ethical obligation. You need to pay it. Quit waiting around the government to fix your life. Ten years from today, 20 years from today, you will be where you are based on who you count on. Do you count on your efforts and God's blessings, or do you count on Washington, D.C.? The people that count on Washington, D.C., their life sucks. If you sit around and wait on the government to fix your life, you're going to be standing in the DMV line the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. You're not, it doesn't work. Waiting on politicians to deliver the goods you will be waiting on your deathbed for it. They just don't do it. Let me tell you who delivers the goods, Jeremy. You do. Get up off your assets and go to work and pay your bill. You owe it. And that guy who's a welder, that gal who's cutting hair, she doesn't owe your money, and she shouldn't have to pay it. The taxpayer shouldn't carry your burden. You're not poor. You're just leaning towards socialism because some stupid college professor who studied more Karl Marx than he has capitalism influenced you at some point. Mm, that's a word. And you got to get off of it. Pay your dead gum bill. It's that simple. Now we got social media stirred up. There Here we, we go. go, boys and girls. It. Light it up, children's. All right. Sky is with us. Sky is in Biloxi, Mississippi. Hey, Sky, how are you? I'm doing good today. Thank you. Sure. How are y'all? Better than we deserve. How can we help? <laughs> um, I'm pretty much n- snowballed myself over the last 18 months into a lot of credit card debt. Um, mm. Got out of it and got right back in it. How'd you do that? And What'd you do? Um, bought a house and remodeled it. Mm. You sell the house yet? <laughs> well, that was an option. And Oh, I thought um, you meant you were really- flipping it. I misunderstood. Okay. What? Do you, <laughs> no, how much no, credit card debt have you got? It. Um, sixty-five thousand. All for remodeling. Um, no, honestly, probably thirty, thirty-five thousand of it is from remodeling it. The other stuff is probably from traveling and trying other different business adventures, ventures that just didn't all work out. How old are you? Um, forty-four. What do you make? Uh, so I, I'm right now. I'm making eighty-eight, about eighty-eight hundred a month, but. About thirty five hundred is coming from a job that I'm probably not going to have in another couple of more months. I do all contract work, mm-hmm. and contract I don't work on what? What do you do? I do accounting work, bookkeeping. Okay, so you go get another one. If that contract falls out, you let go get another I'm one. I'm trying. So what's I'm the? You, you haven't <laughs> lost it yet. What? What's? Where are you today? What's your question? 
Um, so I, I know bankruptcy is not an option at You're all. Not bankrupt. Um, not even close. No, you make eighty eight hundred dollars a month. You have sixty five thousand dollars in I debt. Know. You're not bankrupt. I know, and I know, and I just I guess it's just being by myself and trying to pay all the bills. It's hard. Okay, you're out of control and scared, but you're not bankrupt. That'll hold. I don't know if I should call these and like negotiate. Are they in collections? Um, some of them are. How far behind are you? Four months. How much is your car payment? Um, I'm, I'm not. I pay on my house note and my car note. Um, How much is the car month? payment? Four eighty-five. And what do you owe on the house? One seventy-one. And what's it worth? Um, when I bought it a year ago, and what's it, was, it what, worth today? I I don't know. Fixed. You put thirty-five grand fixing it up. Correct. What do you yeah. think it's worth? Well, the lady, the realtor that came over, says that she doesn't think I could sell it for the, you know two ten. What I would really want want to sell it for to get recoup my costs well, from you'd it. You'd like to, but like to yeah. in, in reality is different things. Like to doesn't yeah. establish price. Mm. Okay, so you got two hundred thousand dollar house. You owe one hundred seventy one on it, and um, that won't even give you your money back because you did a bad deal. Correct. Yes. And you're four months behind on credit cards. And you have a four hundred dollar car payment, and you make eighty eight hundred a month for now. But you're afraid you're going to lose one of these contracts, and you're scared and out of control. Is that a good summary? Correct. Yeah, been there and done that. It's no fun, is it? I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry. We can help you if you're willing to embrace it. I can show you how to fix it. Okay. Definitely. You're not bankrupt, hon. You've just been making a lot of. Something is causing you to make huge moves in impulsive manners, like you're mm-hmm. lurching around. Like That's like the I travel did. the travel wasn't logical, as broke as you were, but you did it anyway. Correct. And the car wasn't logical, but you did it anyway. Yes, I needed a vehicle at the time and I that's a, that's But a you went over but you went overboard. Yes. And the house wasn't logical at the time. But you did anyway. So you've got a. There's something causing your decision making process, the impulsiveness of it. I know this because I've done it myself, and that's how I recognize it. But it was 30 years ago. But I can still smell it in the air on you. The impulsiveness yeah. is causing your uh, financial snowball. It's piled up on you. Is what it is. It's like piled up over your head, and, and then you wake up and you have a moment of reality, and it's freak out moment. You can't mm-hmm. breathe. Exactly correct. Yeah, I thought so, hon. Okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to put you with a financial counselor. You're not bankrupt. You just need a game plan, and you've got to quit lurching around. No more impulsive decisions, okay? Slow, gentle, wise decisions from this point forward. I'm going to pay for the financial counselor. It's not going to cost you a thing, and we're going to put you into Financial Peace University. It's not going to cost you a thing. When I was your age, I was more broke than you are because of similar habit patterns. You got to stop it to clean it up. This is the Ramsey Show. Fake it till you make it. It's popular career advice, but it doesn't work for very long. If you don't love what you do, you can't fake the enthusiasm and energy you need to win at work. You also can't fake your physical health and energy. Everybody knows we should eat more fruits and veggies, but fruit chews and veggie tips don't count. If you aren't winning physically, I promise you're limiting your opportunities to win professionally. Folks, I know you're going hard right now to pay off debt and get ahead professionally. You need another gear. 
And that's why Balance of Nature will help you. They help me. They give me the benefits of fresh, whole fruits and veggies in just seconds. The blend of 31 different fruits and veggies is powdered in an advanced process that locks in the nutrients. So go to balanceofnature.com and enter the promo code RAMSEY to get 35% off your first order and lock in a lifetime price as a preferred customer. That's balanceofnature.com with the promo code RAMSEY for 35% off your first order. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Chase and Shelby are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Great. Great. How Welcome. are you guys? Better than we deserve. Where do y'all live? Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, Texas. All right. Good for you. And I understand from our producers that, Shelby, you paid off all your debt before y'all got married. Uh, and so... Um, you know, we got Shelby up here just to prove that he's the husband. He didn't exactly. do anything. He's just he's just my, my showpiece today. There he is. He's the eye he's the eye candy, right? He is. There we yeah. go. All right. There, all right, good. <laughs> Very cool. All right, Shelby, how much debt did you pay off before you got married? Seventy nine thousand. Good for you. And how long did that take? About thirty four months. Good Come for on. you. And your range of income during that time? Started with sixty and ended with ninety five. Cool. Like what do you boss. do for a living? I'm a speech language pathologist. Ah, very good. And what kind of debt was the seventy nine? All student loans. Okay. <laughs> so how old were you uh, when you started this three years ago? It was right after I graduated grad school, so I was twenty four. Twenty four. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you're twenty seven, and you finish. And how long were y'all engaged? Uh, just about a year. We got married in June. Okay. Really so cool. oh, Shelby's. Wow has got this girl he's going out with and she's not buying anything ever because she's getting out of debt and he's like what in the world pretty much <laughs> so how, how did this conversation go when y'all were dating seriously well we knew each other a little bit before we started dating so it kind of came up really early but we had known each other um but i do remember i said something about dave ramsey and he just immediately like badmouthed you and i was like this, oh, this may not work Chase, um, she put you out there on oh, blast this may not work but like probably a week later he was talking about dave ramsey who said okay maybe there's hope um but i think i just remember telling him he was like guessing how much lo- loans i had and he just his jaw just kind of dropped and but i said but like i'm i'm on this plan like i'm gonna get this taken care of like I'm out of debt. Um, and so I have to give him a lot of credit, too, because he was very much prepared to, like, take on the debt when we got married if I still had some. Ah, That's there you cool. go. So. Okay. Well, that offsets the Dave Ramsey stuff. Exactly. <laughs> he, he made a complete 180. We're good. <laughs> that is amazing. $79,000 of student loan debt. I can't yeah. say that loud enough. No. <laughs> Will you just say a few words for the folks who have 80000 of student loan? What What makes you different? Why did you look at this and say, I can do it? versus looking for any other way out i i mean like i I took it out like yes (laughs) i needed to pay it back i mean it was for my degree i i chose to go to an out-of-state grad school Mm -hmm. so that was my choice um and so just responsibility for it and i knew i knew i'd be able to just live better after like i just i wouldn't have to debt. yeah it's it's absolutely worth it man love to hear it yeah yeah that's very good well, I mean, you could take care of it, or you and Shelby could take care of it, and you're not waiting on Joe Biden. Okay. I mean, this is a good plan. It's a good yeah. plan. Yeah. It's yeah. really nice, too, like, in our marriage. I mean, we're on babysit 3B, so we're just, we're not having to worry about it. That's right. We don't have to worry about any debt, so it's saving been great. for a house. Exactly. Yeah, yeah saving for a house. Okay, so you're in your mid-20s, coming out of grad school. You're tearing through this hard 36 months. What do you tell people, 34 months, the key to getting out of debt is? Oh, 
gosh. I don't know that I had one key, to be honest. Like, I just... Oh, I've got it backwards. <laughs> they told me I got the names wrong. Oh. Shelby's yeah. the girl chases the guy. Yeah, that's right. I got this so screwed up. Oh. <laughs> Why didn't y'all correct me? I, Dave, I, you're giving Chase more reasons not to. I know. <laughs> I mean, I just kept hearing no. Shelby. I wasn't really paying attention. You're just going with it. Yeah. I was, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, budgeting for me was really big. I needed to see it. I needed to pay like allocate money to my debt first mm. before then i could allocate to other things um and so i think budgeting was the biggest thing for me man okay yeah okay and you got out and got the new job immediately with the degree uh I mean, so, I mean yeah I, I moved i um did side hustles i got some career advancements at my job um so that that all helped into the increase yeah. amazing income. yeah Make it sound so easy. I know. I wasn't. I sold my car. Oh. <laughs> oh, let's hear more about that. Oh, I cried. Um, the car didn't have any debt, but I got a great opportunity um, for my company to have a company car. And uh-huh. so I I sold my personal car. Shelby, you get it. You just get it. <laughs> no, I had to call to Dave do. and George <laughs> to, to really talk me through it. <laughs> wow. What was the car worth? 16000 Oh, wow. So that leapfrogged it. Though. It did. Mm-hmm. It did. And that's and that, too, I think is really what put me over the edge to be able to get out of debt before we got married. Yeah. Um, so, But he was prepared. I mean, we were going to be debt-free in the airport on the honeymoon because yeah. he was saving money um, while we were engaged. But, but we didn't have to. Yeah. That's wonderful. I love it. I love it. Very well I done. I just love you can hear it in your voice. You can hear that you're free. Oh, yeah. This was worth it. It's joyful. I mean, anybody listening can hear it. We can see it all over your face. It changes it changes you. Yeah. It's great. I mean, our, our I, I just it's great. Yeah. I, I don't I mean, like, yeah, you can tell. Like I just it's been so much it's been it was a hard journey. Um there, there what, were was tears. The, what was the hardest part selling your car or was there another <sighs> selling my car was really hard um as I loved my car but I think um just doing the side hustles there were some mm-hmm. that were harder than others and I had to say no and spend my Saturdays um doing side hustles and that was hard because uh, I felt like I wasn't getting to do things that my friends were doing in their 20s um but just knowing now like what's ahead and that we don't have to worry about the debt still mm-hmm. that it, it's worth it and so. do you ever look back and go oh man if only i had been able to buy that dress or if only i had been able to do no. that thing no and i think that's one thing i really learned was like the delayed gratification and thinking about do i really need this do i want this um and so it's just no i don't i don't, don't. regret the dresses it worked out i had other things in my closet there we yeah, go. You're fine. You're yeah. fine. So Chase, what's it like watching your fiance finish this up? Yeah, it was um the the experience was it was tough to watch because yeah. there were you know, you see the emotions. It's not is she wasn't always like, you know, just airy and free. Like there's a lot of hard, challenging mm-hmm. times and, and I remember the first uh, you know, the first month or so we were dating, her weekends were doing grocery delivery, um, getting her income up other ways before the job started taking off and so it was it was a lot to deal with, and you know you start realizing if you want to be with if I want to be with her, I need to prepare as well. So, so she helped me grow up a lot too in the in the time we dated. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes people just living well in front of you does that. That's pretty cool. That's a nice compliment. Well yes. done. Well said, sir. Well said. Good work. Proud of you. Who was cheering you on other than just Chase? Um, my parents. Uh huh. And then I had um a small group of friends who knew 
what I was doing. They didn't know how much mm-hmm. <laughs> that I was working towards. Um, but my friends, I had I had a friend who would send me like odd side jobs, and she's like, "Do you need to add to your side hustles?" <laughs> so um, my small group of friends was definitely they were my cheerleaders too. That's very good. Yeah. Very good. Well, I bet your parents are proud of you. Yeah, we're proud of you. Mm-hmm. Well done. Very well done. Great young couple. Great start. Very cool. Hey, we've got the Live and Give box for you. That's the Baby Steps Millionaires book. You two are on track to be there for sure. And a Total Money Makeover book to give to one of your friends that's uh, fighting their way through this. Financial Peace University. If you two hadn't been through that together as a couple, you ought to. Uh, it's free. And if you if you don't, then give it to somebody. Any of it's good. It's all there for you to say thank you for coming from Fort Worth to do your debt-free scream here. All right, it's Shelby with Chase and Toe. I love it. $79,000 paid off before the marriage. Did it in 34 months, making 60 to 95. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're We're debt-free. Yeah. That's how it's done. Man. Yeah. Wow. These dating conversations are interesting to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, you're doing Dave Ramsey. Have you not heard about him? Yeah. Ooh, gross. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of stuff that comes yes, up. Yes. You can I see know. you can see it in the social media feed. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's, it's funny. And, and then, but you got to be careful because you might be talking to like a Ramsey fan. That's true. Somebody whose life has been changed and then you just ruined the date. Well, yeah. You, yes, that's right. You got to yeah. know who your dating pool is. It's kind of like talking politics. I mean, it could get you in trouble. You know? oh. Like you mean. You, you know what? Just get it out of the you, way on the first date. You mean you voted wrong? What? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> on the first date, tell them who you voted for and say Dave Ramsey and see what happens. And just Yeah, you can pretty much. That's a great screener system there. And did they pay cash for dinner? This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, folks, it's Dave Ramsey. And Rachel Cruz. And we want to tell you our number one tip for managing your money well. I'm talking about budgeting. Yes, and everyone knows that I am a huge fan of budgeting. (laughs) Well, that hasn't always been the case, though, has it, Rachel? No, but listen, I seriously love it now because as soon as I started making a budget, I learned that it puts you in control of your spending. And my favorite way to budget is on our app, Every Dollar. Yep. Every Dollar makes budgeting simple. It's the easiest way to make a plan for your spending so you can prioritize the things that matter to you. And you can get started today for free. Just download the app and check the show notes for the link. And you guys don't wait to start budgeting. Download every dollar and create your free account today. Do it. It's the best. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Bela is with us in Cincinnati. Hi, Bela. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, Dave. Thank you so much for taking my call. I'm super excited about this, and uh, let's uh, let's jump right in here. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm a long time listener, and a very short time putting into actioner. Okay. So, <laughs> that being said, I have a uh, an idea for a, a business plan LLC, independent contractor, uh, side hustle. And I'd like to know how to do what I'm going to do. Currently, I'm employed with the state of Ohio, mm-hmm. and um, I work for the Ohio Department of Natural Resources. Mm-hmm. 
so and I make forty three thousand annually. And what's the side hustle idea? Side hustle idea. Okay, so side hustle idea is a management plan. I have a degree in wildlife management, mm-hmm. and um, it's 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 goose management. Mm-hmm. So I have a dog. Mm-hmm. He's my best friend. His name is Arlo. He's a border collie. Oh yeah, I know the deal. Yeah. Yeah, I've got so some friends like in New York State that have uh, they've got six squads of border collies, and the local government contracts with them to run the geese. Is exactly. that what you're talking about? And I so so I work for the state government. Okay, yeah, yeah. and I I'm very connected, and you know I would I would volunteer my time to the state government, uh, especially like parks and watercraft. I'd have to volunteer my time because it's conflict of interest. Exactly, but I I'm, I'm allowed to do that um, as long as because it doesn't it. That doesn't uh, meet my that, that that isn't part of my job my my jobs job duties with the state. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not allowed to volunteer, you know, if it's right. if it falls within your job duties. Right. Anyway, so I would like to go into business with my dog Arlo. Yeah, yeah. he's going to be my business partner, and uh, you know, very low startup cost. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I need I need pet insurance. I need insurance for my business. I need insurance for my truck. You don't, need, have, you don't need any of that. I don't need business insurance? No. You and the dog are going to go run geese. It's not rocket science. Go run the geese. You're not going to wreck the dog, and you're not going to wreck your truck. You got you got insurance on the truck now, right? Absolutely. All right. Just put the dog in the truck and go run geese. <laughs> it's really, it's okay. not, it's not, it's not any harder than that. Mm-hmm. And collect a check. I, I would no. You don't need to overthink this, or you, you're not doing anything that's going to create any liability. That dog's not going to bite somebody. That's not a biting dog. Yeah, I mean that dog's another a, dog. That dog's a herd dog. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. So I mean, it's a great dog. The only thing, the one thing I would be worried about is like him running out into traffic and and causing an accident or something. You know what I mean? Um, which I don't think will happen, but I don't either. I mean, you're, you're, you know, if it does all of that, you're a state employee with no assets. Nobody's going to bother you. You go the dog, you know, if my, you know, if, what if your dog runs out in traffic now and causes an accident, even if it wasn't in the, in the pursuit of a business, Mm -hmm. you know, be the exact same thing. You don't have dog insurance for that. But, but if it is my business and I don't matter, uh, yeah. Okay. Unless you're making twenty million dollars a year, and then you need insurance and you need an LLC, but you're you're not making twenty million dollars a year doing this. Mm-hmm. Now okay. you, you end up with a whole bunch of these dogs doing this. You could end up with a legitimate big time thing. So here's what I would do: keep it very simple. You'll run it as a sole proprietorship. Go to the bank and open a separate checking account with your current social security number. Uh, your first, your, your full name, DBA, it's called a DBA account, doing business as Bella's, Bella's, Bella's Geese Patrol or Arlo's, Arlo's. I, got, um, I, have a, I already have a name picked out. Don't, yeah, okay. So, uh, all right. Then put it in the, you know, doing business as the name, whatever the name is. Right. And then any money you make from geese chasing, you put into that account. Do not put yeah. it into your personal account. And then okay. any expenses you have associated with that business, which will be very limited expenses, maybe a little gasoline in the truck mm-hmm. to go to the yep. job site, right? 
miles and wear and tear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to do a little bit of that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get too carried away, but whatever the real cash expenses are, whatever's left in that account then is your profit. When you pull money out of that account, because it gets a little bit in there and you want to take it home to pay bills with, you set aside a fourth of it to another account for taxes. Is that another, like a savings account? Yeah. Yeah. Just another little savings account. And that's just, uh, Bela's tax account. It's nicknamed. Okay. Cause you got to set aside, you got to withhold on yourself because there's nobody withholding on you and you're supposed to file quarterly estimates after you've been open a year. Okay. So I'm an independent contractor and it's like 1099, correct? And that's what exactly. And so, so you're, in, yeah. you're, you're running a business and yeah, businesses worked, have to file I, quarterly estimates, whether they're an LLC, a sub S or a sole proprietor, you're a sole proprietor. The only yeah, reason worked, to open an LLC is if you start being worried about liability. And the only reason to be worried about liability is if you have a bunch of money, like if your rich uncle leaves you a million dollars, then do an LLC. Or if your business gets big enough that it's got a target on it, cause everybody wants to sue everybody for something. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. But you got no yeah. target. It's a d- guy and his dog in a truck chasing birds. It's not a target. How much money do you make on that? Uh, you know, there's a similar company that uh, is local to my. Uh, so there's a little bit of competition, but not much. He has he has a crew in Dayton, a crew in Cincinnati, and a crew in Columbus. And I almost got hired with him to go do the Columbus route, but it's too far. It's, it was too far for me. Didn't make sense. And, uh, I, I turned it down. You just go, you uh, go do a run, what, once a day or one twice a week said, or whatever. Said, yes. He said there was a hundred thousand dollars to be made in wow. Columbus. Yeah. Okay. And then, and you know, uh, a, a, a girl that was doing it uh, and they had, they drive Priuses, you know, gas efficient Priuses. And, uh, you know, I've seen them do it. They, they pull into the parking lot and sometimes they don't even use the dog. They just walk over there. They just walk around the property and chase the geese wow. off of the boundary, off off the off of the property line. So yep. on the neighbor's property, yep. off of the property line of the person that they are contracted for, yep. and then they come know, back and do it every three days or two days, right? Absolutely, and they yeah. get paid every time. Yeah, and the geese are back. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just what a, a life. It's just a harassing yeah. or, uh, federally or the, endangered or, species. Yes, yes. <laughs> or, the geese, or, or the geese will fly over to my no, my other park property that i have a contract with on the other side of the street and i'll go over there and chase them back to the other and get another oh, check oh man man that's, i'm just kidding i'm just no, kidding it's about how bad it is though you're right it's, that's, it's, that's the, i mean that's that's essentially the way it works but yeah, yeah you gotta show up, the birds are just not smart yeah. you gotta be consistent every day or every other day you know and then uh it's just you know it's just uh yeah, turns out the only way to get rid of them is illegal so there you go I never would have known yeah. about this had I, I not actually heard this we call. had a guy and he was in New York State come to Entree Leadership mm-hmm. about five years ago at one of our events and I sat and talked to him about this. That's the only reason I knew anything about it. I, I just got so enamored. I yeah. thought, what a great subscription, <laughs> recurring revenue business model. Go run geese off that come back every yeah. three days until you know because it doesn't. Like, they're dumb. They just keep coming back. Even wow. if the dog gets a hold of one of them, I mean they they they're just dumb. It's it's fun, but yeah, and and you can't kill them because they're federally endangered, endangered. so not legally. Interesting. And so, um, yeah, so you're you know you're stuck with Arlo <laughs> running the geese off. All right, yeah. Arlo's got a job to do. Arlo, good old Arlo, He's making a hundred thousand. Bela and Arlo. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Sounds like a movie. It is. Yeah. <laughs> 
hey man go make you a bunch of money if you start making a bunch of money and this gets real formal and you want to drop an llc on it fine i would not go to the expense and file an extra tax return and go through all this extra crap just open it in your social and just start a business it's america you can just start and go it's that simple it's really not anything to it it's um the good news is we don't live in Russia. You know, I think sometimes people want to start, they start businesses and they want to do all this stuff first. And you don't even need to do all that. Well, and here's a, here, you, you take a guy like this, a guy that's dog chasing geese. If you're unemployed out there. Come on, Oh my Dave. God. I mean, <laughs> you just hurt, you just got totally shamed. You okay? did. Yes. This is a guy with a dog chasing geese and he's got a business. Okay. And Come he's on. making, he's going to make some bank. He's going to make bank on it. He's, he's serious. It's good for real. Him. I love it. What a country. What mm. a country. America. America. All things possible, baby. That's it, man. This is the Ramsey Show. Headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. If you want to talk about your life, we'll talk about you right in front of you. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Thomas is in Austin, Texas, starting this hour. Hey, Thomas, what's up? Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for taking my phone call. I appreciate it. Our pleasure. How can we help? Well, um, so we just started the program, my wife and I. We've been married for about five years, and we've just been struggling paycheck to paycheck, obviously. And um, we just kind of got fed up with it. We had that aha moment, like, what are we doing? We kept um, uh, just making some, some, some tough decisions. And um, we went, started checking the experience and stuff like that, started finding, like, who we have our, um, our outstanding debt with. And turns out, you know, I have about um, $11,600 in debt, which wasn't that much compared to some of the callers that you have on the phone. So we were really ecstatic about that. And then we got to the, my wife's side of things, and it turns out she's about $163,000 in debt. And it wasn't something that I was really aware of from the get-go and um, um, the it's kind of a unique situation. 140000 of it is into a mortgage that her name is on, but um, in the divorce decree that she had with her previous husband, she signed any kind of uh, all that over to him. Um, now, she did that on the intentions of some sort of verbal agreement that he had with her that she, he was going to pay her out or give or buy her out with a certain amount of money. Um, we've been waiting for about five years, like I said, since we've been married and we haven't seen any sort of dime in order from that. And that's this huge debt hanging over our head. And I'm wondering, does the divorce decree give her half ownership in the house? No, she signed it over. So why was he, why is he obligated to buy her out? Well, it was, um, now they have a kid together and, um, she lives with us and, um, we've been taking care of, you know, all of that. And, yeah, and but all why is he obligated and, to buy her out of the house when the divorce decree didn't say that? 
Technically, she, he's not. Um, he's not obligated. But I, they had, as I said, had a verbal agreement, and they're, they are, um, they're, they're on speaking terms. It's not like they're... Did like, the divorce like, decree uh, state that he had to refinance the house and get it out of her name? Um, no, it did not. Um, but that's what he's saying that he's going to do, um, but it just hasn't But happened he's under yet. no legal not, obligation to do anything. Pretty much no. So he doesn't have to, I mean, if he wants to sell the house and give her half when the time comes, that's his prerogative, but he doesn't have to be in a rush because this wasn't. And he doesn't have to refinance. Yeah. No, no court, no judge decreed this. Right. And that's what, that's where the problem lies. And I'm wondering, um, so what's the status of the house? Who who lives in the house? We actually do. You live in a house that someone else owns. That's our ex-husband. Correct. Interesting. Tell me about it. Uh, okay, that's awkward. Yeah, that's that feels messy. I mean, like I said, their relationship is fairly decent. They have a kid together. It's very um, civil. It's not like they're he um, pays child with each other. He tries to pay child support. He he is supposed to. He's not very good about it, but it, he's been better. Yes. What's the house worth? Um, it's probably worth about three hundred. How old are the kids? Um, she's 17. Are you, I have a question about the mortgage. Are you paying the actual mortgage or are you paying a different amount? Uh, we pay, we pay, like, uh, we pay pretty good compared to rent prices around here. We pay $1,300 a month. Whether that covers the mortgage payment, I'm not sure, but I'm sure it probably covers yeah, most of it, if not all of it. Okay. So Thomas here, here's, um, this is messy for everyone. It's messy for him. It's messy for your wife. It's awkward for you. It's even messy for their daughter. Mm-hmm. So um, he's got another year of child support due. He's been un- he's been unwilling or unable to pay that. There's a hundred and fifty thousand or so in equity that he has on a handshake said he was going to share, but I'm not sure how good his memory is because he doesn't pay child support regularly like he should. Okay. Um, and I don't, I'm not sure how good his memory is on refinancing. And so probably the only card you all hold is, uh, two cards. You have a persuasion card for your wife and maybe you're in the room. I don't know the dynamic, but sit down with him in person and say, oh, this is all real messy. And with her getting ready to turn 18, um, we need to clean this up. Okay, so our, uh, we're going to move, and when you sell the house, um, we're, we're willing to work with you on the back child support and the missed child support payments if you um, honor your word on getting the house sold and on splitting it with me. If you're not going to do that, then we're going to go to court over the back child support payments because we're going to at least collect that. And okay. you're gonna you're gonna sell okay. the house, but I think you. In other words, I think you can just in a friendly way just say it's time for us to put a bow on this mess. Mm-hmm. That's a bad one. Put put a uh, pin in it. Put a pin in it. Yeah, put a pin in this mess. That's better. And uh, the best way to do that is to get uh, get us off. We're on a mortgage together. We don't need to be there. This you got this child support hanging over your head. If you'll split the house with us, like you said you would and go ahead and get it sold and get the mortgage gone 
and we get half the equity, we'll for no child support from here on out. Mm-hmm. You're out of child support for the rest of the year. And for any back child support, we're not going to bother you about it. But let's go ahead and get this okay. done. Let, let's get this cleaned up because it's time for everybody to go their own way. It should have been done five years ago. The attorney that these two people used was an absolute moron. I don't think they used an attorney. I think they just went through the state. See, I, I rest oh. my case. Yeah, they were absolute morons. Yeah, they, it was a horrible transaction. Poorly designed. Everything about it was not thought through. They all thought, we're going to be friends. We're going to be friends. You might end up friends. That'd be nice. It'd be great if you do. I'm not trying to pick a fight, but you Mm -hmm. need to wrap this up because there's just so much electricity in the air asking for an explosion with child support not hitting, but you can't really call him on it because you're not sure he's going to keep his word on getting the house out of her name and whether he's going to keep his word on splitting the house with her because he doesn't really have to because we didn't really put it in the divorce decree because nobody was driving this bus as it went off the cliff. Yeah, and we're not even really worried about the child support. To be honest with you, we live on our our own income. That's my point. Um, So, get you know, use that as leverage because you don't need it. Let him mm-hmm. out of it, and that's your give. If he'll go ahead and split and go ahead and get the house sold and get the mortgage out of your wife's name. Mm-hmm. Okay. If he doesn't okay. do all of that, you're probably going to have to hire an attorney and force this mm-hmm. because it's what should happen. It's got to you got to get this cleaned up. You may never get half the equity. That's possible, mm-hmm. but at least get the mortgage out of her name because you guys aren't going to be able to buy a house moving forward until you get this mortgage out of her name. Eh, messy, messy. Mm -hmm. Boys and girls, if you're going to go through a divorce, do not give the person the ownership of the house and stay on the mortgage. Quit claim deed and stay on the mortgage. Dumb, lazy strategy. Don't do that. Jade Walshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Last week, she did a webinar on budgeting 10,000 of you showed up thank you mm-hmm. for that tomorrow august the 15th rachel cruz will be doing a webinar on budgeting uh yep we're going to work through the whole mental cycle of living paycheck to paycheck break the high habit talk about how to do an irregular income in a budget mm-hmm. every dollar is the budgeting app that rachel will be using to show you how to do that it is the world's best budgeting app produced for you by ramsey it is completely free to attend this webinar tomorrow august the 15th and uh you just simply sign up by going to everydollar.com slash budgeting and rachel cruz will lead you through it and uh, also keep that website in mind because uh, jade will be doing another one george will be doing a couple rachel will be doing another one so we're going to keep these budgeting uh webinars going for a little while because they've been so popular completely mm-hmm. free by the way we don't charge you a thing we invite you to come and to be with us so everydollar.com slash budgeting andrew is in albuquerque new mexico hey andrew what's up hey dave how are you better than i deserve how can we help i figured you'd say that so um my situation is um I'm getting married in November. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, So Christy and I have um, very little bad debt. I don't think we actually have any. Basically, uh, she owes about $114,000 on her house, 3.5% interest. I just paid off uh, or sold my house in California. 
and the proceeds are about 154000 We have two cars, $9,000 each. Uh, uh, debt? We're trying to figure... What's that? The debt on the cars is nine each? Yes. Okay. All right. And credit scores are both uh, 812. How can we help? And we're trying to figure out, should we invest some or all of that 150 into a CD for maybe five or six years at 5% or should we pay off the house and the cars in full right away? So the way that are, is this your first time kind of listening in or how long have you been hanging out with us here at Ramsey? I've been listening for two years. Um, I'm not allowed to marry Christy until I went through uh, some of the courses. Um, <laughs> Who said that? Free from her parents. They were. <laughs> they, they actually wow. instructed, uh, Jack and Debbie instructed for um, some of Dave's courses. Okay. So, um, so then so you know the answer to your question. I do. It's just the math side of me is like, okay, that's about $80,000 after six years. And then if I pay off this house, um, in six years, we're really only paying about 20,000 in interest. So the net is an extra 60,000 that I think it's just tempting to look at that 60,000 and think, okay, we can put that towards a child's education. Um, yeah. we don't have any kids. We don't have any, um, you won't, ne- you won't net that much. Debt otherwise. So. What's that? You won't net that much. How much would it net? Your your math is naive. You left out taxes. Oh, okay. And you left out risk. Um, mm-hmm. And on the positive so you're, side you're, of the equation, yeah, your formula is incomplete. Yeah. Um, the um, and the other. The, so we studied ten thousand one hundred sixty-seven millionaires. We put the white paper in the back of the book, Baby Steps Millionaires. I'll give you a copy of it. Okay, it was my last number yeah. one. It was my latest number one bestseller. All right now. Thank the you. reason I tell you all of that is that in studying millionaires, the number of them that said, I became a millionaire by not paying off my house and putting the money in CDs and li- and the spread made me wealthy, out of 10,000 of them, the number that did that was precisely zero. Okay. Which means that the data says your theory sucks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In the same way that you left out pieces of the equation on the debt side of it, you left out pieces of the equation on the equation of getting debt free. You've not been debt free, yeah, so you don't know. Yeah. yeah. But you can't well, talk but, yeah. about that like it's kind of just like this throwaway thing. That's a big, big, the big deal. The weird thing is the thing we discovered, Andrew, is that a couple married, you, you guys married, and of course you're marrying into a family that believes this stuff, so bless your heart. I mean, you're joining a cult, <laughs> you're joining a cult, Andrew, but yeah, but the, uh, uh, so you're marrying into this. And, uh, so it, the, when you have zero debt and you have that incredible cash flow as a result, the two of both of your incomes, I mean, oh my gosh, with no debt mm-hmm. at all, the ability to pile up and build wealth is amazing. But what ends up happening too is relationally, statistically, you're more successful career statistically you're more successful here's why it's very common sense if you think about it you don't have to work in a bad place so it changes your negotiating power 
not that you're going to go in and throw your weight around every three weeks and get a raise, but you just walk different when you walk down the hall of that place mm-hmm. and they don't mess with you. Yeah, and they I already pay you feel more. that after. Yeah. Yeah. And that swagger, yeah, yeah, that swagger now. is equal more than the spread you're talking about. And that, and, and right. you know, and you know, we, we don't have any solid data on this, but it's a reasonable, uh, extrapolation to say, Hey, number, number of, uh, health problems caused by stress number one cause of divorce in america mm-hmm. today caused by stress financial stress uh all of these things added together Sleep. equals substantial money really at the end of the day when you when you cut down the number of stress-oriented health problems because you cut down financial stress being the number one stress point in america uh, and you get rid of career stress because you don't have to stay in a toxic environment because mm-hmm. you don't have to work to pay the man and so all of these things start to extrapolate, and it turns into wealth, health, yes. and peace. And it, it just – that's why we keep going back to it, not because we're naive and we don't understand, you know, the, the spread on the interest. <laughs> we do. But the spread on the interest, when you factor in all of those things, doesn't even come close to taking care of it. I'm with you, Dave. I am with you. I think that, you know, a lot of times – People look at these numbers and it's like, you know, they're not in a ton of debt. You know, it's her home. It's easy to look at other options. But at the end of the day, he's got that cash. They could be debt free. They could have a home paid for, no debt in the world. And how, like you said, how quickly could they go and do more real estate and pay cash for it? How much could they put into their... The math is wrong too. Wait a minute. 115000 at 5% is only $5,000 a year for five years. That's only $25,000. That's nothing. That's not $80,000, Andrew. How'd you get $80,000? That's not there. So you messed up something there too. Five percent of a hundred thousand is five thousand. Times five is twenty five. So over five years is not an eighty thousand dollars spread. So something like because and that's if your mortgage was a zero percent and you made five percent on that's the a, CD. That's a very good point. So uh, yeah, you yeah, you just you can't move the shell enough to where the P is not under one of them. Mm-hmm. It's always under one of them. It's just an illusion. Hey, man, thanks for the call, and good luck with the new marriage. Hang on. Austin will pick up. We'll get you signed up for the Baby Steps Millionaire stuff. So, Jade, it turns out that when God said the rituals over the poor, the borrower is slave to the lender, that that slavery has more implications than a an ancient biblical metaphor. Mm-hmm. It actually is more than that. It, there's... What are all the implications of being a slave versus not being a slave? Mm-hmm. What kind of slave? Can you be a mental, emotional slave? Can you be a slave to your job? Can 100%. You be a, can you be a slave? I mean, how many different kinds of slave mm-hmm. are, are mixed into slave? Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. And it gets you, you know, when you get free of it is when you know. Oh, yeah. That's when you know that you were. All of your decisions are, it, all of your decisions are different. Yep. The way... The process that you take mentally when you make decisions completely changes. It's financial peace. Two words that don't go together. Like airline service. (laughs) This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Jeremy and Jessica are with us. Hey, guys. How are you? So hey. good. Yeah. Welcome. Where do y'all live? Pensacola, Florida. Welcome to Nashville. Thank you so much. How much debt have you guys paid off? About $215,000 over hey. five years. 
Oh, good for you. Well, excellent. And what was your range of income during that five years? About 65 to 195 or so. Wow. Cool. What do y'all do for a living? Um, I'm active duty Navy mm-hmm. and registered nurse. Thank you for your service. Thank uh, you for your support. I'm a registered nurse. Okay. Very cool. Couple of nurses. Awesomeness. Okay. What kind of debt was the 215? All mortgage. Mortgage. Look at it, weird people. (laughs) Paid for house. Love it. Way to go, you two. What's the house worth? Uh, about four fifty. Nice. Nice. How old are you two? I'm fifty four. Forty six. And a paid for house. Come on, somebody. Hey, there you go. Game on. And how much in your retirement accounts? We got about uh, two forty now, and but Jeremy's got he's retired from mm-hmm. the navy as well so we've uh, got ourselves set up pretty well yeah you got a nice, that 20 pensions. did you do 20 years about 24 oh yeah they got the nice that's good yeah it is good very good <laughs> nice retirement program and now you're you, so you doubled your income right now yeah right that's why we go from 65 I to 195 see. yeah okay that makes sense way to go guys thank Amazing. you so much way to go and you're almost millionaires i mean on top of that yeah well done very well done excellent so what started this whole thing when you're like you know what we're just gonna pay our house off and we're gonna get intentional about it what made you oh it started probably uh, 10 or 11 years ago we were on the Dave Ramsey light program where uh, <laughs> wow we started with financial peace and we had Sharon the wants me to get on that program <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Dave Ramsey light I like yeah, that so we had we had the envelopes and we did cash but only kind of mm-hmm. um we lived overseas for about five years. We came back, bought a house, and um, one day we just sat down and had a budget meeting, like a real budget meeting. Mm-hmm. Jessica's a math wizard. She broke out an Excel spreadsheet and uh, started <laughs> plugging numbers in, and we thought, oh, man, we, we can really do this. I and think so we, we sat down and we realized we make way more money than we actually mm-hmm. kept track of, mm-hmm. so yeah. we just started having monthly budget meetings and uh really stuck we, we to make it. too much money to be this broke that's, that's right. right exactly yeah. that disgust will get you to the table mm-hmm. this is exactly what happened yeah, yeah. so about two and a half years ago we realized you know we could really pay off our house really mm. pay it off yeah. so really so, hammered down and five years was 215 but really uh in the past two years about 185,000 because we just went ham. Did, yeah we yeah. just did everything we had to yeah so really that's what it is yeah right. that's that you just when you look up you could see the you could see the light at the end of the tunnel it's not a train that's mm-hmm. right so you yeah. r- run to the light that's you know right. what i mean that kind of beautiful well that done is beautiful how's it feel not have any payments it's weird it is it's so strange. <laughs> still kind of weird yeah so but i think probably the month after we paid our house off i walked into the backyard and i'm like every blade of grass is ours and, uh, it was an amazing feeling. It is. It really is. Well done, you guys. Thank you so much. Very well done. So what's next? What do you guys do? You got no payments in the world. No. Do anything you want to do. That's right. We what came you, here. This was a vacation yes. wow. that we really enjoyed. Yeah. Well, yeah. good. I'm glad. Yeah. You like Nashville then. It's yeah. good. Yeah. A lot of people. Yes, there is. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there is. Downtown has turned into a redneck Mardi Gras. <laughs> That's it, what we said. It really has. Yeah. It's out of control. The Bridezilla's bridesmaids out of control or gone nuts the whole thing but it's still it's, it's it's if you like people watching it's entertaining as crud it, it is yeah so well we're glad you came cool we sure are. What, what's the first big thing you're gonna do with money now that you're free we're gonna start plugging it back into our investing mm-hmm. and uh, right. our roth 
Just want to see that roll up now, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Look at the math, girl. The math. I know, right? I know what this is going to do. I'm, Get this compound interest going, baby. I'm thinking you're going to say a trip to Europe, a trip no, somewhere. No. You're like, I got to get this no. compound interest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so mad at good. that. I'm not mad at that at all. That is so fabulous. <laughs> well done. So when y'all were growing up, did you grow up in families that had paid for houses? Or uh, is this new to your family tree or what? it's brand new mm-hmm. i mean we both grew up uh, relatively poor so owning a home was uh a reach for us mm-hmm. you know growing up so it's much less having it paid for mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. well the absolutely. us had single moms you know yeah. oh yeah okay rough times growing up so well, they we are gotta so be blessed. They, if they're alive they gotta be proud Very absolutely mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah they wow. gotta be just thrilled just smiling and going i did it this is, this is how it works out That's yeah right. some of you single moms out there that are worried if you're doing okay or not this is what you're growing you're growing people like this that's right so I know, it's that's good right. single moms are warriors man mm-hmm. they're amazing yeah, so they are. well congratulations you two we're Thank very so very much. proud of you mm-hmm. what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is uh, keep your marriage focused on god and have monthly budget meetings make a plan and stick to it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there good. it is game on absolutely sounds like a couple of nurses <laughs> yeah <laughs> if i if i prescribe you medicine take it that's right yes. that's right be compliant store it up for the next time you're sick take it <laughs> oh my gosh that's it that's the plan to execute the plan i mean execute the plan a doc was telling me the other day i had no idea the amount of times he writes script and people don't take it oh that's yeah. what wow you know, what the number of un fulfilled I mean, people just don't do what they're supposed to do stuff i mean it's just crazy Wow. I, I wouldn't know anybody like that, but yeah. <laughs> all right. So, hey, we got the uh, Live and Give box for you, the Baby Steps Millionaire's book, because that's definitely where you're headed shortly. Mm-hmm. Compound interest lady over here is going to make that happen. And uh, Total Money Makeover book to give away and get somebody moving. And, of course, the uh, Financial Peace University. Again, give that away. It's for you to live or give. You enjoy it. Thank you for coming from Pensacola. And, again, thanks to both of you for mm-hmm. your service. Very, very cool. I'm so happy that you're almost millionaires and you're 100% debt-free Love it. house and everything. Jeremy and Jessica, Pensacola, Florida, 215 paid off in five years, 185 of that in the last two. Paid for house, almost baby steps, millionaires making 65 to 195. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're debt-free. That's how you do it. Game on. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) I love it. I wonder, I need to, I've never seen this. We need to ask the research team next time they're running a survey out, uh, especially if they're running it on the millionaire's page. I wonder how often two nurses become, how much more often two nurses become a millionaire versus one doc. Oh, that's a good one, Dave. Because I see nurses. That's a good one. They lean into system. I mean, docs do all this crazy stuff. They're all over the place. Uh, Some of them are really game on, Mm -hmm. but most of them are out of their minds. And and they're number, the docs are number six, though, and nurses aren't. So I guess the docs would come up more often. But you put two nurses, or I'll tell you the other one I see in the millionaire stats a lot, like a nurse and a police officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of thing. It's because it's that are, uh, systems. There, there's something about that systems, and they plug in and they do it. That's mm-hmm. a couple nurses there. They okay. They sit down. And go, we can do this. Yeah. They didn't have an argument about it. Mm-mm. They're just like we make too much money to be broke. Let's get this done. Yeah. Game on. 
It's very matter of fact, very yeah. practical. It's not it's, like some kind of big. It's the um, antidote. There's no drama. Yeah. You know, we got drama at work. If you're a nurse, the numbers aren't a drama. You know. Oh, that's a good tie-in. They're high st- high stress jobs. Police officer, mm-hmm. nurse. Mm-hmm. You have enough to deal with that work. When you teachers. go home, it needs to feel peaceful. Yeah, teachers have high stress because they have to deal with the parents. Yeah. <laughs> I could never do it, Dave. I don't know. Somebody, Thank you, teachers. I mean, these parents that drop off their kindergartners. I don't. I don't know how you tolerate those parents. Well, I'm one of those parents, Dave, <laughs> and 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 I did it with no tears this morning. You All did. Right, I did it. You did until I brought it up on the air. That's true. Although my son would not take a photo with me, maybe that's why I didn't get the tears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said, Man, no, "We got mommy. we got two of the Ramsey grandbabies started kindergarten this week too. So we're you're among friends. I love it. <laughs> this is the Ramsey Show." Our scripture of the day is Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Ronald Reagan said, when you can't make them see the light, make them feel the heat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. Okay, we can go that way. We can go that way if you want to. Well, I just ran into uh, Dr. John Deloney in the hallway just a second ago, congratulating him on the uh, huge sales of this new book of his called Building a non-anxious life. It actually comes out October the 3rd, but we've got it on pre-sale right now for $20, and we'll throw in $75 worth of free bonus items, which includes instant access to his newest talk, Smoke, Fire, and Freedom, that breaks down the mythology about anxiety and what we believe about anxiety and help you reclaim your life. You're also going to get the ebook, the audio book, Building a Non-Anxious Life in a Burned-Out, Chronic Stress, anxiety-filled culture, this book is really needed. I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of the content. It's really good stuff. Go to RamseySolutions.com and pre-order it by Dr. John Deloney, Building a Non-Anxious Life. Be sure and do that. Joseph is with us in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Hi, Joseph. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello, Mr. Dave. How are you doing? Better than we deserve. What's up? That's outstanding. Uh, so I'm 21 years old. I am looking to purchase my first property. It is a multifamily. It's a quadplex. And I've run the math. Everything looks good on my side based on my view. But I know you have a lot of um, real estate wisdom and knowledge. So I wanted to run it past you see if you thought it was a good idea before I went ahead and pulled the trigger on it. Okay. So, um, I yep. make, go 60, ahead. Yes, sir. You make what? Okay. Um, so 61 K mm-hmm. is my take home pay. Mm-hmm. Um, every year, um, I have no debt whatsoever mm-hmm. and the mortgage payment as of right now, um, the current rates, the mortgage payment on the property would be only, 20% of my take home pay. So my right now I have basically 20% no of your take home pay. Correct. For a quadplex? Yes. So it's going for 190 on the market as once it gets on, but the owner of it, he's my mentor and he's willing to sell it to me at a discounted price because this is something that he and I have been talking about for a long time. What type so, of neighborhood is this in? 
It is outside of Harrisburg. It's in a small town. Um, really nice. It's not bad. So you think you'll be able to resell it for a profit in five years? Yes, sir. Okay. I've actually done work on the property. We've recently upgraded all of the units because I'm an electrician by trade. So the company that my mentor owns, we remodeled it before we put it on the market for renting to begin with. So all four units are rented out and it's currently cash flowing. There is nothing wrong with anything you're saying. Um, All the numbers work. Uh, there's a couple of things you just want to be aware of that um, that are going to change the deal for you. And uh, as long as you're aware of them and you're ready for them, then you it won't kill you. You'll be all right. The first thing is, is that um, are, are you uh, dating someone seriously? No, sir. Okay. If you were to meet the right person and get married, you will discover she does not want to live there. So be prepared for that. Okay. A lot of, a lot of guys go buy a house and, um, and even a nice (laughs) house, you know, like a nice little cute little single family home. And, uh, but something about the the new wife doesn't want to live in the bachelor pad. You know, they don't want to come back. They they don't want to live there. So just be prepared for that. Number one, number two, the uh, good news is your tenants are next door. So you know what's going on. The bad news is your tenants are next door. I would not be living in it. Oh. That's what I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask if you were that. living, and I, I wanted to that. ask if you can still afford it if if the other three tenants don't pay. But if you're not living there, I feel like that changes the equation a little bit. So the payment, if, if nobody pays, the payment is 20% of your take-home pay. If... Nobody pays anything. The mortgage is still 20% of my take-home pay. That would also cancel out utilities. I would still have tax, so it would probably go up. Well, where are you living, and what do you pay for where you live? Right now, it's just me and a roommate. We pay eight fifty a month. We live in um, a property that one of our friends owns. So the eight, let me throw one more set of numbers. So you're 850 and then if the tenant, and then the, from the tenants, that all that money is, what what percentage does that put you at? Yeah. Um, I don't think I understand what you just said. Your portion, if you have to pay rent and the payment, your portion of the rent, because yes. you're splitting with a roommate, but your, is the 850 your portion? No, 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 that's. Okay, that's so you pay half that. So you, you pay, pay four oh, and a quarter. Wow. Yeah, plus. Well, I pay half of. 750. We also have, I have a brother that doesn't live there, but he still pays rent to keep it. Oh, okay. There. So you're paying 350? I am paying 350. Okay. We've been there for a while and we're good friends with the owner. And this is not horrible, but it's not as exciting as I think it is in your head. I'm also wondering about the longevity of it. Yeah, How long just, you're going to want to live yeah. in this situation with yeah, the roommates. I just think something's going to change here. I would rather you be buying a home you lived in uh, personally overall. And, um, so, uh, Joseph, I, I got my real estate license when I turned 18, I went to the university of Tennessee at Knoxville and I got a degree in finance and in real estate. I was selling real estate in a small town South of Knoxville called Maryville, Tennessee, Merville, Tennessee. If you're from there, if you're a Yankee, you call it Maryville. But, um, 
Uh, and I found this really cute little house that needed a little bit of work. And I knew how to do work because I grew up like you did, knowing how to uh, wire a box or swing a hammer. And um, uh, it needed about a couple thousand dollars worth of work. I could buy the house. Now, this is a thousand years ago. Okay. This is 1982. I could buy the house for $19,000. And, um, I could qualify for the mortgage cause I've been selling real estate. I made enough money. I was working full time and going to school full time. And, uh, I almost bought that house and I was, uh, I was 20 and a half. I wasn't quite 21 yet. And, uh, my mentor at the time talked me out of it, who owned a real estate company that I worked for. His name is Gary. And Gary was the broker and we believe in real estate. We sell real estate for a living. And he said, you don't want to do that right now. You're getting ready to graduate from school. You might get married and you might leave and not be living here. And you're going to have this house and it's going to be more of a curse than it is a blessing. Now that's not your case, but my point is I was very young and I didn't buy that piece of property. And a thousand times I've thanked Gary for that, huh. that I didn't buy it because it, it, there was nothing wrong with the deal, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it just, my, what was wrong was all of the, my phase of life yeah. made the deal less fun. I feel And that. Uh, I'm not saying you're going to get married and change cities, Joseph, at all. So your story doesn't parallel. My, my, the only part of my story that parallels yours is I was the same age as you. I was young. Yeah. And you're pretty young to be owning a quadplex while you're a renter. So you're a real estate investor and a renter. That's just kind of weird and awkward it felt better if he was living there yeah and even that i had some qualms about if i'm being honest yeah i just i worry about you doing i mean you can do it and i'm not saying young people can't do stuff that's not my point at all but my point is you're at a stage of life when things change pretty quick the yeah. next five years there's gonna be more changes than any other five-year period of time in your future probably yeah so um that's something to consider but it is hey you're a sharp young dude you'll figure it out Mm -hmm. and it sounds like you got a good mentor and he's being generous to you that's good so hope it works out for you brother thank you for the call that puts this hour of the ramsey show in the books we'll be back with you before you know it in the meantime remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace and that's to walk daily with the prince of peace christ jesus Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.